You are listening to an Elia Sword podcast. Episode 4 The Girl Who Showed the Demon Kindness. Written, illustrated, and produced by Elia Sword. The rabbit demon attacked the white blossoms that bloomed under the moon's light. Her huge shadow form heaved with heavy breaths, her twisting claws dug through the earth, and her glowing red eyes burned with anger. For a moment, she glanced back into the distance where fire danced high in the sky, burning the village her demon army was currently devouring. She roared as her claws tore through the waterfall, cascading from the cliff face walling off one side of the field. You seem angry. Are you okay? The rabbit demon paused her rampage and turned to look at who had spoken to her. It was a girl, a regular human who stood staring up at her with deep brown eyes. She wore a white gown and her bronze hair was decorated with silver. The rabbit demon lunged at her, baring her claws. At the last second, she changed the direction of her attack, slamming her hand down right next to the girl. The petals of the glowing white flowers decorated the air, falling around the girl who hadn't moved at all. Leave me be, the rabbit snarled, or I'll kill you where you stand. I get angry too sometimes, but it'll be all right. The girl reached out a hand to pat the rabbit's head, but the demon smacked her aside, making the girl roll across the ground. She lay there, motionless for a moment, until she slowly sat up, laughing nervously while brushing the dirt off her clothes. (laughs) "'Okay, so maybe not the best idea,' she said. "'Quite.' The girl began picking some flowers, and the rabbit demon watched her curiously. After that, the human should surely be running away from here. Why wasn't she afraid? She couldn't sense any magic from the girl. Was she mad? Humans were prey, livestock. They knew that all too well.' Was this one just confused? Lost, maybe? Once the girl had finished her bouquet, she held it up to her. One of the demon's rabbit ears drooped, and she tilted her head to the side in confusion. For you, go on, take them, said the girl. Who exactly are you? The girl took a moment to think before answering. Good question. I don't really know myself. I've never really had the chance to find out until now. She was really something. The rabbit demon went to take the flowers, before noticing that her claws were much too large to grasp the delicate blossoms. She reverted back to her regular form, a woman with grey skin and hair, all white eyes and rabbit ears on her head, a tattoo of the animal on her neck. She took the flowers, holding them close. Their sweet scent was calming. The girl smiled at her. See? Isn't that better? A little. You are really distraught. What happened? The rabbit demon paused. The question was so direct, and she had to take a moment to process it. The girl waited for her answer. I 
was just reminded of my parents, that's all. Ones that were sacrificed nothing for me, said the rabbit demon. Oh, and did that hurt? Of course it did. How wouldn't it hurt if your own mother told you she rejected you, or your father just laughed at your achievements? Being promised things that never come to pass and told you are nothing all your life, coming to accept everything as the norm until you realise that it's wrong. But by then it's too late, and you're damaged beyond repair. Who would want to be reminded of that? The rabbit demon sat among the flowers, burying her head into her arms. She was the top commander of the demon army, an advisor to Queen Evenora of the Underworld. Undefeated in battle, the most powerful demon among the ranks, and yet, whenever she thought of her parents, she felt powerless. She still craved their attention and love, even though she knew she would never get it. Despite rising above it, despite the fact that she had gotten up and carried on living, telling herself she didn't need them, she just couldn't let them go. It felt as if they still had a hold over her. It was suffocating. The girl sat next to her in the flora, once again reaching out a hand. The rabbit demon snarled at her, and the girl backed off, instead poking at a flower head. You know, we are told that parents deserve respect, but not all of them are good. Some of them just weren't nice people to begin with. Respect is earned, and I think, somehow, we have forgotten that. It's tragic. It hurts even more when other people think the world of the person who hurt you, turning a blind eye to the damage they've done. Just because they are a parent doesn't mean that they are a good, kind, or caring person. The rabbit demon looked at the girl and saw tears falling from her eyes. The demon didn't know what to do. She had never comforted anyone before. She hesitantly went to place a hand on the girl's shoulder, but stopped at the last second, instead picking a flower and holding it out to her. The girl took it, and for a moment her smile returned. She then continued talking. Still... I wouldn't say that you're beyond repair. Our parents don't define us. They don't make us who we are. We choose who we want to be. And the only person who has to approve of that is ourselves. <laughs> At least, that's what I figure. The rabbit demon fixed her gaze on the ground as she thought about what the girl had said. Choose who you want to be? She had already done that. She had chosen to be strong, to become a warrior. She had chosen to become feared by all who would oppose her. She had chosen to never open herself up to anyone ever again. Did she approve of that? She didn't know. Lately, she had noticed her resolve breaking. It was cracking, like a worn-down piece of ceramic. Since her first encounter with the silent mage... She had felt lost, conflicted. Something just didn't feel right. A scream in the distance dragged her out of her thoughts. The others must be picking off the last few humans who had run away when they had arrived at the village. She looked at the girl 
and saw that she was still smiling, although one glance at her trembling hands betrayed her true feelings. Why are you being kind to me? You know that my species eat humans, don't you? said the rabbit demon, seeing an opportunity to change the subject. I do. So why don't you despise me? Why should I hate you for wanting to live? The question stumped the rabbit demon. She thought about it for a moment, but she couldn't come up with an answer. It's not your fault that you have to eat humans. We have demon hunters who kill you to protect us, and your kind kill us to survive. You still have families, friends, emotions and lives. In a way, we're a lot alike. It begs the question of who the villains really are. Demons for living, or humans for protecting themselves. Maybe we both take it a little too far sometimes, said the girl. The rabbit demon stared at her puzzled. There was a strange feeling in her body, one that she had never experienced towards a human. This one wasn't just food to her. She felt precious. An overwhelming feeling of tiredness overcame the rabbit demon. Now that she had calmed down, she could only now feel how much magic and energy she had used. She slowly lay down among the flowers, resting her head in the girl's lap before closing her eyes. She could feel the girl's hesitation as she lay there, before a hand stroked her hair. It was soothing. It was the first time in a long while that the rabbit demon had felt a gentle touch. A raven's shriek suddenly echoed through the sky. The rabbit demon's eyes snapped open as she quickly pushed the girl down into the flowers, casting a spell to disguise her among them. Her body had moved on its own accord. The girl would end up as food in the end, like every other human. She had only prolonged her eventual death. Still... She couldn't bring herself to break the spell as the raven demon, Kotaro, landed in front of her. He folded in his powerful wings as she quickly picked herself up off the ground. We wondered where you would run off to, said Kotaro. <laughs> Fancy picking some flowers. I hope you choke on your next meal, the rabbit demon snarled as she approached him. Lovely. Anyway, we've finished raiding that village. Grana is taking some of the humans back to the underworld for the Queen. What's our next move? I've just spotted demon hunters headed in our direction. Hmm. In that case, we'll lay low for a while. I don't want a massacre on our hands. If I lose another commander, Her Majesty won't be pleased. Order our troops to head towards the nearby jungle. We'll rest and replenish our resources before figuring out how to deal with the hunters. Yes, ma'am. And what about the human you're hiding? The rabbit demon glanced at where the girl was lying. There was no way that Kotaro had spotted her. She had been quick. Was he playing with her? What, human? Are you losing your mind, Kotaro? I saw you with a girl, he said. He walked past her and straight to where the girl was hidden. The rabbit demon thought about pushing him away, but she knew that if she showed any aggression... It would only confirm his suspicions. I never took you for the mercy type. You usually kill on sight. Why spare her? 
The rabbit demon didn't answer. She watched as he reached out a hand, bending down right where the girl was. She looked hasty from the air. Fancy sharing her, said Kotaro. His fingers almost brushed the girl's clothes before the rabbit demon shoved him back, pinning him against the cliff face. She held her claws to his throat, and he looked at her, terrified. You touch her, or even breathe a word about this to anyone, and I'll rip your tongue out along with making sure that you will never fly again. I've always wanted a raven-wing cloak, and yours would do quite nicely. Do I make myself clear? She ripped out a handful of feathers before she threw him aside. Kotaro screamed in pain, and blood began to soak his left wing. If you're thinking about sympathising with the humans, I suggest you reconsider, he said, a hint of desperation in his voice. What was that? You want your wings clipped, said the rabbit demon, as she looked through the feathers she had in her hand. She heard Kotaro frantically take to the sky, and once he was gone, she approached the girl, kneeling to whisper in her ear. Stay there until sunrise, then get out of Kingdom Aria. I shall spare your life today, but make no mistake that if we ever meet again, I will kill you. She stood up and began to walk away when a hand grabbed her leg. She didn't look back not wanting to give the girl any more attention. If she wanted to disobey her instructions and die, that was fine with her. It made no difference. At least, that's what she told herself. Get off me, she snarled. Thank you, the girl whispered. The words made the rabbit demon's heart skip a beat, and for a moment she froze. She felt the girl let go of her, and she regained her composure. You're welcome.